Welcome to the One Year Daily Chronological Bible Studies Podcast. This is Rodney Harrier, your host. If you are looking for a fresh and easy approach to read through God's Word and understand it, you have come to the right place. By following these chronological Bible studies, you will understand how the events, characters, and writings fit together in their proper sequence. What you learn can change your life forever. title of today's lesson is Rescued. Today's Bible reading, Genesis 19 through 21, Genesis 25, 12 through 18, and 1 Chronicles 1, verses 28 through 31. Sometimes people walk on thin ice and have to be rescued. When we don't keep trusting God and make foolish choices, we are also on thin ice. We too might need rescuing. In today's Bible reading, Lot has to be rescued from destruction not by an emergency crew, but by angels. As you might recall from previous Bible studies, Lot was the nephew of the great patriarch Abraham. Abraham took Lot with him when he set out for the land of Canaan. Because Lot and Abraham had so many flocks and herds, there were ownership disputes between Abraham and his nephew's herdsmen. To resolve the dispute, Uncle Abraham gave Lot his choice of ground on which to settle his family and animals, Lot chose a rich, well-watered land near Sodom and Gomorrah. Smart choice, right? Unfortunately not. Lot's Unwise Choices The Sodomites were not good people. They were evil and perverse. This, however, didn't stop Lot from settling there. Notice Lot's movement towards sin. Lot moves near Sodom, Genesis 13:12. Lot lives in Sodom, Genesis 14:12. Lot sits in the gateway doing business, Genesis 19:1. Even though Lot was greatly distressed by the filthy lives of lawless men, 2 Peter 2:7, he doesn't remove his family from their influence. Because Lot leads his family to live in Sodom and compromise with a sinful environment, his children's adopt that lifestyle. Genesis 19:31-38. We can remove people from their sinful environment, but it is difficult to remove the sinful environment from people. What do we mean? We shall soon see. Making unwise choices is walking on thin ice. We, our family, business, or other organizations may suffer for it. God's Grace and Consequences Angels come to Sodom and Gomorrah to destroy them, but they first rescue Lot and his family, leading them out of Sodom. The angels tell them to hurry away and not look back. Lot's wife looks back at Sodom, however, and instantly becomes a pillar of salt. Lot and his daughters flee for safety to the small city of Zoar. Then the Lord rains fire and brimstone from heaven to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot does not feel safe in Zoar, so he and his two daughters soon escape to a nearby cave for protection. Now they are isolated. Since they see no prospects for husbands, Lot's daughters decide the only way they can have children is to have sexual relations with their father. Guess where they learned that? Right. They learned it in Sodom. You see, 
We can remove people from their sinful environment, but it is difficult to remove the sinful environment from people. Moab and Ammon were the two children born of incest. Their descendants formed two nations which were fierce enemies of Israel. Failure to protect ourselves and our family from the influence of evil people can have terrible consequences. The way Abraham raises his family is much better than his nephew. God says of Abraham, I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. Genesis 18:19. By leading his family in righteousness, Abraham's children are more likely to follow the Lord's ways and experience his favor. How will we direct our family? No parent is perfect, and Abraham is not an exception. Sometimes he makes poor choices. Twice, Abraham uses deception to save his own skin instead of loving his wife Sarah and trusting the Lord. Although the Lord told Abraham that he would be a shield and reward, Abraham still did it. This trick of deception, first used on Pharaoh in Egypt, was now being used on Abimelech, king of Gerar. Abraham tells Abimelech that Sarah is his sister. This is a half-truth because although she is Abraham's half-sister, she is also his wife. God rescues Abraham and Sarah by speaking to the king in a dream and warning him. For Abraham's deception, the king publicly ridicules and expels him from the kingdom. Why doesn't God punish Abraham for lying and exposing his wife to danger? We don't know. What we know is that God's interference graciously rescues Sarah from adultery and intermarriage with the Egyptians and the Philistines. God doesn't want his relationship with the special people compromised. Apparently, Abraham later shares his story of deception with his son Isaac because Isaac repeats it. Parents, we should be careful of the stories we share with our children. They may repeat our mistakes or sins and need rescuing. After 25 years of waiting, Abraham and Sarah finally received their promised son, Isaac. God is faithful in keeping his promises, and they laugh in delight. Isaac means laughter. Because Abraham and Sarah didn't wait for God's answer to her barrenness, it creates trouble in the home. Hagar's son Ishmael becomes jealous of all the special attention that his newborn brother Isaac is receiving. Ishmael is 14. He was probably told that since Isaac is the firstborn from Abraham and Sarah's union, Ishmael will no longer inherit the firstborn's blessing, which is a double portion of everything Abraham would give to any of his other children. Being pushed out of his birthright inheritance causes animosity. He becomes an adversary to baby Isaac, mocking him. Unable to tolerate this any longer, Sarah tells Abraham to send Hagar and her son away. Because Abraham didn't wait for God, he has to cast out his wife, Hagar, and her son once more. After supplying his son Ishmael and his mother with some food and water, they are driven into the wilderness. There God provides for them. 
Ishmael later marries an Egyptian woman and has twelve sons like him, all men who live in hostility toward each other. Genesis 25:18. Jealousy and partiality in the home breed hostility. Parents must keep that in mind, that although their children are different, all are important in God's eyes, and they should show their love to each one continually. If parents don't do this now, they may have to rescue them when they seek attention in other ways. Here are some takeaway lessons. Failure to trust God in making foolish choices is like walking on thin ice. We may have to be rescued. It may also affect our family, business, or other organizations. God can deliver us from our sins if we trust Him to save us. The Lord is gracious to the righteous even when they mess up. Let's not create situations that breed contentions. Parents and teachers should love their children equally. If they don't do this now, they may have to rescue them when they seek contention in other ways. Focus verses. 2 Peter 2, verses 6-7 through and verse 9. If he, meaning God, condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed by the filthy lives of lawless men, if this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue godly men from trials and to hold their unrighteous for the day of judgment while continuing their punishment." Please join us for a prayer response to today's Bible study. Dear Father in Heaven, You are our security. We don't have to live our lives walking on thin ice. We can walk in Your ways and keep our families, businesses, organizations, and ourselves safer. Thank You for Your grace available when we mess up and turn to You for salvation and help. May that testimony lead others into Your kingdom and to do Your will. Forgive us for only caring about our own selfish desires and goals, not considering the consequences for others or us. Help us to forgive others who have been foolish and need rescuing. For our daily bread, please supply our needs and give us a heart of compassion to help those in trouble. Lead us away from evil paths and keep us in your favor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Looking Ahead Abraham finally has his promised son, but then God directs him to do something which could rock his soul. What do we do when God leads us to take gut-wrenching tests of faith? We find answers in our next lesson. Join us. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can receive the episodes as soon as they are available. Thank you for joining us. Remember, go with God and He goes with you. <laughs>